You show me your proof that the world is a spinning ball and then I will rebut it. Much like what happened to me when I was going through the horror of realizing that lie and how much social shame that comes with it. Go ahead and show me um show me a a, a ship slowly disappearing over the curve and I will I will rebut that quite well using my own videos. You can go out and use a P900 camera. This is one one problem with uh tech for the for the big boys is uh the technology outshot the lies. With a P900 camera, you can record zooming back in. So you see a, a ship and it and it looks like it's sinking on on the other side of the curve, right? Yeah, we've all been there. We all know. Oh, I know. Look, it's just slowly going over a curve. Zoom it in and the ship goes comes right back up. Explain that. Explain how a lighthouse works at eight inches per mile squared. Hey nerds, you guys can do the math, right? How does uh, light reach a, at eight inches per mile squared, how would a 50 foot tall lighthouse reach 50 miles out into a curved ball? Go ahead and do the math. It should be thousands of feet under a curve. Oh, how dare you? You're meant to all with curves. It cur okay, so show me with a repeatable experiment, show me with science, what causes light to curve and recreate that and show me exactly why it curves why it, for some reason it seems to just keep curving that's because of gravity show me gravity show uh, use a repeatable experiment and show me exactly what gravity is oh we don't know what gravity is oh i know trust me i know what you don't know you know and it's because these people have never even went through it in their head they just uh, regurgitate and they think they're so special they're so smart because they got a gold star on their test because they regurgitated back what the debt slave told them when they were a child every single experiment you can think of will show you that the world is not a spinning ball why does air travel not get affected whether you're going west to east or east to west what are you talking about let's say a plane goes up 40,000 feet which is very high and if the earth is spinning below it oh no all the, it's all spinning with it so the atmosphere is enclosed is what you're saying like there's a firmament no that's not what i'm saying no it's like if you're if you're traveling and you're jumping on a trampoline dude why would if, if the earth is traveling a thousand miles an hour and don't just get mad at these questions really think the earth is traveling a thousand miles an hour and, and the plane only goes 400 miles an hour don't you think you would have to factor in what direction you're flying to understand the earth moving underneath you how come it's never not one inch has ever been factored in all of the equipment inside a plane assumes a flat non-moving plane beneath it. it's literally called a plane and it's pretty funny you know and these are the things where they just go oh flat earth flat earth oh oh it really messes with young people's heads what messes with young people's heads is accepting lies accepting lies that's what makes people depressed and deranged it's like saying space is fake it's not fake what is it nothing how can something be nothing oh i oh i know how is that possible I guess. Oh, so what's up, dude? I am great. I'm feeling patriotic as fuck. Mm-hmm. Coming off a nice four-day weekend. Yeah, mine was like, I don't even know how long it was. It was it was like five. All running together? Yeah, I had like five days off straight of like not having to worry about anything, you know? 
So did a lot of fishing. In in true American fashion. Yeah, did a lot of fishing. You know, went up to the mountains to see the family up there, hung out. You know, just no, normal stuff. Uh, Louie no. and I went to the mountains, too. I saw did, uh, yeah, you guys went on a little hikey roo. Yeah, Bay and I took Little Man on a walk because, you know, when we got the puppy, we wanted him to be like a like a social... Adventure dog. Adventure dog. You Adventure know, it's, dog. It's kind of gay tiktok or whatever. I mean, that's, but no, that's white people stuff. It's white people stuff, That's right? white people stuff. Uh, but no, nah, Lewis, he did really well. I'm just a hater because I'm single. <laughs> that's all it is. You could bring Shep on these... Vin- you know, Mm-mm. Shep would be a lady killer, Mm-mm. dude. Mm-mm. Nope, he was poorly behaved. He's a, he's not a, he can't do it. You don't think he can pull with the combo of balls, the mm. combo of having balls and not knowing how to walk on a leash. He just you, you're not gonna have a good time. True. He just pulls. He pulls and 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 drools everywhere. But not the good he, kind of. He you turns want him into to... like a fucking animal. Like, yeah. I, like not. I mean, he is an animal, but he becomes like feral. You want him to pull bitches. The second not he collars. whiffs any other dog's piss, it's like. <laughs> And he's just like going fucking berserk. I mean, I felt I'm not gonna lie. I I talked about that on the show like at length when we were fixing Lewis. I felt really bad about like cutting his balls off, but at the same time, it's it makes like, him look, not act like a fucking heathen. Yeah, and I'm trying to have a family in the future. And yeah, I feel bad. This guy we know just adopted a, a greyhound, like an old racing greyhound. No. And he brought him to the dog park. Is he weird and fucked up? Flipped out. Mm. And that, I always tell people, like, yo, I fucking love the idea of rescuing an animal. Yeah, but and man. All this shit. But you got to know. It's like, like a look, 50-50 shot that it's going to either be like a chill-ass dog. Because I rescued yeah. one and she was cool as fuck. Then I rescued another one. She was a fucking problem. Well, and here's the other thing. You can't fucking, like, adopt a dog and within a week be like, oh, yeah, you're ready to go to the dog park. No. It's like, I don't know you. You need to work I on that shit. You. you need to work yeah. on that shit for a couple months. Oh, dude, this guy's like thousands of dollars in like uh, debt now because he owes like all these vet bills for this dude. other dog. Yeah, that's it's fucked. But that's rough. Either way, little man did great. We we only did we went to we went to Humpback Rock, so it wasn't like super long. It was only a mile that's up a cool and a hike. mile back. That's a nice. Hike. It was kind of hot though. It was in the nineties that <laughs> yeah, day. Shit, dude. We brought lots of water. We were all safe and good about yeah, it. I'm sure the dog was playing. chill. He's just, he's having a time of his life. Probably he was great. He Y'all was, were just like fuck. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> Sun's up there leaning on you. Oh, dude. And also, I have to fucking. I did that. First of all, how was your how was your Fourth of July? The lifting in the ruins was great. We got we chilled. We uh, we were hanging out. You know. Didn't really do much all day, grilled, um, but we, we banged that ca- cast out early so my brother and his girlfriend could go enjoy the fireworks and stuff later and not have to be worrying about like doing the show. Nice. Um, but yeah, no, we there were things that we needed to cover because we could have just taken the day off. It was a holiday. We could have, but there were things that had to be covered. But you had to get drunk and eat glizzies. Well, hit the glizzy pipe. Yeah, glizzy I hit the glizzy bowl, bowl a couple times. <laughs> yeah, do you know that? I still can't get over that say, you, you regularly smoke. Out of a hot dog shaped glass pipe. Um, problem? <laughs> no, I mean I just problem, sir. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just have like immaculate sweat. I think it's on brand between the Bucky's hat, <laughs> yeah. the Martin Truex <laughs> Jr. Like, I'm white trash maxing. David dude. Koresh glasses. I'm trash maxing. I, I just it's my new it's my new thing. I think. Uh, oh, and five inch inseam. Can't forget the. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's nothing like talking to somebody and being like, maybe my balls are going to pop out this time. Mm. Maybe this go around. They will. Yeah, I went over to uh, Mushroom Man's house 
and his roommate's girlfriend. Look, I love the guy. I'm not saying anything bad, but his, his roommate's girlfriend. She a wild one? She's hilarious and doesn't mean to be. You know uh, what I mean? Like those one of those. Those are good yes. people. She's hilarious and doesn't my mean to be. But uh, we were we were sitting around and I brought some watermelons, right? And she's one of she's 24. She's like a lot younger than all of us. So and you know she's still very opinionated. I mean we're all opinionated, but we're old and jaded. I was just we say, we know, do a podcast. We know when to keep it to ourselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Though. sure. You know sure, what I mean? Sure. Well, yeah. Like there's certain social settings where it's like don't be a don't be a fag. <laughs> well, she's still like you know inserting politics into like <laughs> dinner table conversation. I know and, people like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know but, people like that. So we were sitting around, and like I said, I brought some ribs, I brought some watermelon, I brought some stuff to, you know, throw on the grill and to contribute. And we're sitting around cutting this watermelon up. And again, she, this, this chick has no filter. She's just like, I feel like watermelon is just such a white people thing. And everyone just stopped. And then here's, they all looked at me, though. <laughs> they all, without skipping a beat, they all looked at me. And I looked dead, I looked her dead in the eyes and said, well, you might be surprised to learn. <laughs> Here's the thing. I Here's don't know if thing. you were aware of this. <laughs> and everyone was like, bro, please stop. Don't, stop. Don't stop. Don't ruin don't, another cookout. Don't do it. Oh, man. No, I love she, it. Said, she said watermelon is such a white people thing. You might be surprised. <laughs> um, here's the thing. <laughs> dude, that's crazy. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> oh, and dude, here's the best part, too, is later on, we're just, I, we're just drinking. We're just chilling. Again, I love his roommate. I, I, we all go back to high school. So, like, you know, anyone that is important to him is important to me. You know, that kind of thing. But this chick is just, like, unintentionally hilarious. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's just 24 and knows it all, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, we all she did. figured it out. Yeah. So, we're sitting there and we're just, like, high as shit, drinking beers. Fourth of July. We're, like, friends from high school. And we're sitting there and we're, like, looking up a Magic Eyes you know, like the magic eye images. <laughs> We're looking them up and throwing what? them on the big screen. Magic oh, eye. Like the, the the crazy looking pictures that mm. when you cross your eyes. And oh, right, right. They look all wild that's, and the that's, 3D thing. It's very, it's a very autistic thing to be doing. It is. A, with, yes. With other guys. Like, dude, let's see if we can, let's see if we can, let's see if the shape pops out of this. So we're sitting there doing a bunch of magic eyes, right? And this chick, she's sitting there, she goes, I've never heard of this. And I'm like, oh, well, maybe it's like a generational gap thing. But Miss it's like, art class. But I literally, I had these books like at my grandma's house, at my Mima's house. Yeah. Like I would, I'd, whatever. So anyway, we're telling her about it. And she's like, she does it for like 10 seconds. She's like, nah, I don't see it. Y'all are bullshitting me. <laughs> like what? Like maybe, maybe your IQ isn't sharp enough to, to pick up the eye. Dude, like we're, and we're like trying to like work through all this stuff. She's like, y'all are gaslighting me. And now I'm like, like get out. Like, get again, out of the party. Unintentionally the most hilarious so person. Awesome. <laughs> but like she's someone, like, she like learned that word a week ago. And was yeah. Like, and it's like, I can't see the magic eye. So you guys are gaslighting me. <laughs> She's trying to do like a Rorschach inkblot thing. Like, she no thinks chick. She thinks she's turning it around on y'all. She's pulling a reversal on y'all. Hit you with the Uno reverse card. No, you guys are lying to me. <laughs> Come on. That's awesome. Yeah, but I love that's, people like that's, that. that was my July 4th was being around just like... And that's a thing. Like, aren't, 
aren't women just so funny? They're they're very special creatures. Too. I feel there's something about just women and comedians, and they they have the touch. They're just men cannot even like compare to their just technical comedic prowess, their IQ. Are you lying? <laughs> Hannah Gadsby. I think you're lying. <laughs> Hannah Gadsby. I watch Hannah Gadsby on repeat, dude. Oh god. Talk about. I think comedy. Whitney Cummings is one of the most brilliant comedians to ever walk the planet honestly she's the best the way she talks about how her pussy is like an old dried up piece of fucking leather i think that's awesome i think that's pure comedy that's like joe rogan coming out and talking about my dick don't work so i take blue chew <laughs> like in his set you know like <laughs> i think that was i feel like that was a joey diaz impression you did there <laughs> i think that was a joey listen listen joe listen joe I'm going to take here's 500 milligrams of blue here's, chew. Here's the thing. <laughs> Try to that stay girl, up. That girl in the belly room that I raped for stage time, that girl, I had to take 800 blue chew before I did that and inject a bunch of cocaine into my dick. I mean, she was a pig. Here's I mean, a, a real pig. She was a dog, Joe, a <laughs> fucking dog. Inside me are two dogs, and they <laughs> both have autism. Okay, Joe. <laughs> Let's see the fucking star death. Oh, yo, what was that uh, link I sent earlier? I sent a link in the group chat. So this is a GQ article. Yes, yes. It was the GQ article about written the, by a woman, woman. Hold on. The woman who was upset that her boyfriend kept quoting. I think you should leave. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is hilarious. <laughs> it's great. What's her name? Chloe Hall. <laughs> it's pathetic. The it? name. The name of this article she wrote is Tim Robinson broke my boyfriend's brain. <laughs> and she's basically. Yeah, she's upset. That, Sorry. Like, he's funny. Yeah. She actually, dude. Did you never date a guy in the Family Guy era? All we ever did was reference Family Guy. We it was about, everywhere. We talked about it with Harrison on Goyslot. Like, yeah. make me a sandwich, babe. Cool story, babe. Yeah, like, like that era. Like, uh, what is it? The Tom Hanks joke that was in the Suicide Silence song. I have AIDS. <laughs> you know, like that. It was just constant, constantly referencing Family Guy. It just never ended. That was a. That was the only thing that was humor at that time. People could shit on it, but that was all that humor was at the time was referencing Family Guy. Well, I mean, people meme and joke about the idea that, like, you know, 10 years ago, all, like, groups of friends used to do is sit around and quote Anchorman. That's like, it. before memes. That was like, it. Yeah, so... You're, that was memes. It was just in real life. So, basically, you're upset that your boyfriend is still, like, doing, like... 2010s era You're comedy. You're trying to rob your boyfriend of his male whimsy. That's my new Manosphere thing is that I'm going to fight for the right for men to be allowed to be funny still, you know? I like that. We're going to start a war against boring, unfunny women who think it's bad that men are allowed to have fun and be whimsical. That Can that be your Manosphere niche? Yeah, that's our niche. arc. We're not, we're not even trying. We're not trying to go for any. The only equality we want is for men to be allowed to be funny again. Just without being shamed for it. Make stupid movies again. I should be able to get up and do the entire drum, react out the entire drum set scene from Step Brothers in the middle of a barbecue, and nobody stops me. And in fact, they laugh. They laugh so hard their skulls split open. And actually, you should be and allowed. And they pull their own hair and teeth out. To expose yourself and do the Moby and Dick my, for real joke. Yeah. Because it's on private property. So, I mean, I mean, really. Rights, existential rights, maritime admiralty law. Dude, I was actually broke. No, I'm glad you brought that up. I was watching um I was watching an old King of the Hill episode. It was like season 2, episode 5. It's the one where Hank and the guys they go fishing and their friends or excuse me, Hank's friends, they're all using artificial bait. 
in Hank staying is like, no, it's all about like the American blood worm. The boomer mindset, dude. Right. The boomer grime set of use worms always. Well, the the whole like arc of like that episode is he ends up like thinking he's getting some special bait, but he's like literally buying crack worms. on a street corner. Oh, I remember that. You yeah, remember yeah, that one? Crack. Yeah, yeah. Like, the fish love the shit. So here's the best <laughs> here's the best part. It's one of the best fucking episodes ever, dude. Because the whole time he's knocking artificial bait and then he goes and buys like literal crack rocks <laughs> and then he's catching them left and right. He's like, God damn, this cheater bait's something else. This cheater bait's incredible. But one of the things, speaking of Admiralty Maritime <laughs> Law, Dude, this goes back to... I need to look up when uh, King of the Hill started. It was like 96, 98, right? Something like that, yeah. Dude, Boomhauer is in court. Goes, I do not recognize that gold fringe flag. That is Admiralty Maritime, blah, blah, blah. Like, Is it Dale or Boomhauer? Dale, I'm sorry. Okay, I was just saying, I feel like that'd be a Dale moment, wouldn't it? It's a Dale moment. Yeah, where Dale goes... The flag has gold borders. I will not... (laughs) He starts going off on Admiralty Maritime Law on fucking... I'm like, dude, yo, Mike Judge was on the some Mike shit Judge back slip-ins. in the day. The Mike Judge slip-ins, if you pay close attention, there's a lot of really funny like, kind of based slip-ins that Mike Judge does. Oh, for sure. With everything. Like, it's it's great. Mike Judge is probably one of, like, the last, like, well, he's like friends with Alex. blooded He's friends with, like, Alex, too, I think. Alex. Jones. Oh, of course. Pretty sure Mike Judge is... Free. I think he's been on InfoWars. I believe he called has, in. too. I think I've Because I remember him doing, like, characters. I remember listening to an episode of InfoWars, and Mike Judge is, like, doing characters, like, in the phone, like, doing all his voices and shit. Goddamn porkish butthole. It's like, that, that's boy autism. You can't turn that shit off. No, you can't. You can't turn that shit off once you know how to do it. <laughs> it's so true. See? It's why, it's why I, I can't... It. It's why I have a hard time not doing Chinese voice sometimes, you know? It's just impossible. Tim, Tim Robinson broke that Chloe bitch's boyfriend's brain, but, like, Mike Judge got me a long time ago. Mike yeah, yeah. Judge and Alex Jones. Yeah. I feel like that's my personality. It's sure, Mike Judge and sure. Alex Jones. It's a good, it's a good amalgamation <laughs> for sure, dude. But, um, yeah, so t- this week, I've been... Today, I was, alerted, I was alerted to some Twitter discourse today that was going on. Um, strap yourself in for this one. Twitter discourse. Oh um, my god, this so, is always the best. So, <laughs> also, did you did you bring the Benjamin? No, it's gone. It's dead. God damn it! It's out. Um, it's out. Yeah, I, I think I took the last hit off of it over the weekend. And it's was okay. Like, Look, I talked like, all that shit. Going on. I talked all that shit. This is my karma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. So you you know who Owen Benjamin is? Yes. Mm, yeah. So he's a comedian ish that went super I, like I would say shunned comedian. So he's a canceled, punished comedian. Punished shunned comedian. And I feel like I watched something recently on uh one of the one of the YouTube channels I follow about his whole thing where because he used to be on Rogan a lot. Like, he was in the Rogan verse. Okay. Very much so explain to me what's what's his where does he come from? So he initially was like a kind of like I would say B list, C list celebrity. Um, and he kind of catapulted up in status because he was dating Christina Ricci or married. They're almost married her or something. No shit. Christina Ricci and her forehead. Bro, um, legendary box. Legendary forehead. Legendary box. Can we just uh, say smashing that as, as Owen Benjamin to be like a normal goofy guy. Just oh, yeah. he, shooting over Christina. his tear. Shooting over his tear. Bro, like, can we just take a minute to just yeah. hats off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hats off to that. He got there. He got there. He uh, fucking got there. He was, a, he, was a, he was allowed to bounce M&Ms off her forehead while having We're sex talking with, the actual uh, Wednesday Adams. We're yeah, talking yeah. take every like goth fucking big titty goth GF fantasy you've ever had and multiply it by the chick that invented it. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because now so. we have that the forty year old lady, whatever her name is. Oh, you I talking about? The, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't see it. I don't know what it is. The new Wednesday. Whatever the fuck that shit is. That's, that chick. That stupid fucking uh, the cold, Ortega. The cold goth bitch. Uh, the colder goth. Yeah, bitch. Yeah. Whatever. OG Wednesday is funny though. Christina Ricci was. I mean, like you know, beautiful forehead, but um, it's her prominent feature. Um, uh, clearly. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it really sticks out. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, so Owen was, like, with her and, like, was kind of on his trajectory to be, like, a bigger celebrity. Uh, he's also noted noted problem in the comedy community. He is a, what I call a piano comedian. Um, Needs, like, props, or what do you mean? You, you have to have an instrument. Oh, no. He's an instrument comedian. He's an instrument guy. Which, it wasn't, it wasn't good when Dimitri Martin did it. Okay, Dimitri Martin kind of had his own thing, but that's it's like there's there can only be it's a one. crutch. But no, what I'm saying is that like it's okay for that to exist because like there's some mongoloids that I mean like, people made mo- they made money off of it. What I'm saying though is that there's already one Dimitri Martin. We don't need another. Sure, it's what I, it's this got, thing with Guar. It's we got th- Bo Burnham and all these other motherfuckers that all play instruments. And yeah, the fuck I mean, else, it's, so. we have Jeff Dunham. You mm. don't need another Jeff Dunham. It's it's with Guar and bands. We already have Guar. You don't need to do that again. You guys, don't have to be shooting fake cum all over yourselves. Which is yeah, some people uh, with black metal. Oh my god, if you've listened to one black metal band, you've listened to them all. Okay, so like listen to like five bands and then like the genre is done. Stop making black metal music. It's the most retarded shit ever. I like um, I I was having this rolling bit for a while where somebody would post something like metal, any metal in the music channel on Discord. And I'd be like, is this black metal? And they get really mad. It was a lot of fun. It was a fun thing to do. <laughs> you're just a you're just a whimsy guy. See, it's, this is the thing. We I'm should, allowed to have a little fun. We need a petition for boys to be this, whimsical is again. Is this black metal? <laughs> even if you're what bullying, is this? is this Varg? Even if your bullying leads to someone killing themselves via Discord. You know, it's like I said, Burzum is just um, ska music for guys who like to wear black. <laughs> Yeah, something like that. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, same. But yeah. So um, Owen. Here, Owen Benjamin. Back so to he's, Owen. He's smanging Mad Box, Goth Box, and but he, he, when was like what got him canceled? What was like his the, thing? The, the, it was his. his Initially, his entry into the Rogan verse, and he was pretty well accepted in the Rogan verse. Um, he oh, I remember he talked Rogan, the talk and walked the walk with Rogan, but, but I think Rogan they got into like a also, beef over the moon landing. But Rogan would also take him to task too, because wouldn't he have like Twitter meltdowns and just like yeah. use the N word with hard R's? And yeah, like, yeah, he Rogan was doing all kinds air. of crazy shit like that. Yeah, yeah, and like on air, Rogan would be like, "Yo, Owen, what are you doing, bro? Yeah, like, I care about you. you. Yeah. Stop." stop doing this he's like oh i'm just working ideas out joe it's like, joe no. always has his little like pet friend that he has to like take care of right there's always like the pet friend like it was brendan for a while yes brendan was the brendan's the most notable most recent pet friend and then he created that monster and then bert was a pet friend for a while i think too and now Definitely. he's tired of bert you can tell he's tired of bert 
Well, um, Bert's doing his own thing now, and he well, doesn't. He basically gave Bert wings to go fly on his own. Shouldn't Bert, have. But Bert has pigeonholed himself. Joe because Rogan's he's so, biggest crime. But Bert is so unoriginal and unfunny that he's pigeonholed himself into being a shirtless comedian that sells this, that tells the same story over and over and over to the point that he made a movie about a yeah. fucking bit. I still need to a see that. Made up. I still bit. need to see that. Uh, I want to watch it still, <laughs> but, um, just just to torture myself a little bit. But uh, yeah, he um, so Owen was like doing the tour and stuff, and he I think his I think the point where he went insane, he went like whole hog afterwards, was like he was on Joey Diaz's show, uh huh, and he ate like a star of death, and I think I think the star of death gave him like a schizophrenic meltdown. <clears throat> Okay. Yes. Now I think you're he jogging. literally. I think he literally went the weed psychosis. You're jogging my memory because the same little video I watched mentioned the same thing where even Rogan that was like the turning people, point. They mentioned like him having that single edible that yeah. day because it was so strong. Literally triggered like a brain chemistry change in him. Yeah. That made him more. And I've been it was like, I mean, it was a macro dose of THC. It was two thousand milligrams. Yeah, and I mean, I've been open about you know my cannabis use and my you know, feelings of paranoia before. And I feel yeah. like, you know, there, there is a correlation. I think there, if you're not aware of what's happening to your body, like it's one thing, like, you know, when you take acid, you know, what's going to happen, but like, sometimes like you get a little lost in the sauce and that's when you have a bad trip. You're like, ah, but then you're like, wait, I'm on something. I'm but doing something. I think with right? like weed, you don't expect that to happen. Exactly. And then when right. it does, Yes. It like it crab swirls you so fucking hard. You can't like escape it. So like I'm going through weed psychosis and I'm like, I need to delete my Facebook. I need to get off the internet. Everyone hates me. Everyone thinks I'm gay. Oh, I'm so that family lame. Of three in that van is judging me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but in actuality, I think a lot of it is just like, you know, weed. THC is a chemical, and the way they've been working on it, bro. They've the been retarded working. wizard weed they give us now, dude. It's wizard weed. It's fucking. There's some devilish shit going on with that stuff. Insane. My buddy's like, this is white truffle. Uh, you know, I like shit my pants when I smoked it the other day, but like, you know, it's cool. It's a good, manageable high, and then I smoke it, and I'm like, oh my god. Bro, speaking <laughs> of devilish shit. Speaking of devilish shit, I just went to the head shop not too long ago, and they have mushroom infused vapes well i don't feel like that's a good thing i mean i kind of can we you want one we yeah, should get one before we, we go get floating. one and review it on the show no what we should <laughs> we do should is we should either review, review it on the show or we could do it in the canoe this weekend when we go fishing That'd be i don't know managing a, a boat managing a boat i feel like i like to have my wits about me when i'm on the, the water on a boat on mushrooms when i'm on the water so i like to have my wits about me oh no i agree that was i, I you get a little buzz say, you get a little buzz on but you don't want to get trashed no i will say like fucking around and drinking and shit on the water is i yeah i actually don't condone that you gotta be but, careful yeah you gotta be careful. you can have a couple brews you can chill but you can't get slammed you don't want to get slammed but also Again, you said devilish. It reminded me of, dude, the other night I texted the group chat. Dude, the other night I think I got possessed. Okay, I think I said, got possessed. You said you were, there was something going on. Dude, okay, so get this, right? I, I texted this to the group chat, but I'll, I'll try to set the scene a little better. So in the middle of the night, this is like witching hour, like 2, 3 in the morning, right? Prime time. Bay tells me this the next morning. I don't remember any of this happening. But apparently, I got up in the middle of the night, <clears throat> and I walked towards the edge of the bed and just stared at Bay. 
And she said, like, she got kind of, like, scared, and she, like, called me out. She was like, yo, what's up? And apparently, like, I put my I put my arm straight out. Like, just straight out. She posed. And then, she, again, she called. She's like, yo, are you okay? And I started flapping my hands, <laughs> and then I jumped in bed. And apparently, I just stared at her and smiled, like, super creepily for, like, a minute That's like cool. i just stared at her and smiled That's pretty fun <laughs> and she told me the next morning i don't remember at all and the only thing i can come up with is that i literally got possessed by an autistic demon that made me t-pose and stim he was just having a good time he was being whimsical <laughs> he was being whimsical this motherfucker made <clears throat> me stim in the middle of the night and hit a t-pose in front of my fiance like a <laughs> fucking bar- how you know embarrassing this is for me <laughs> like a Fortnite kid like you know how embarrassing this is for me <laughs> Bay thinks I'm a fucking, I'm a gritty. She called kid. off the marriage. She thinks I'm a Minecraft she off kid. The marriage of it. <laughs> but um, but yeah, Owen Benjamin, I could totally see him like just taking a heroic dose of like a Joey Diaz. Bu- that's literally what it was. Of and you think that was like an actual turning point? Well, yeah, you know, yeah, I think it really was because like he got into beefs with Rogan and then like Rogan tried to like hold him to task on his show. And then he, like, kind of flipped. And it, I feel like he was trying to do, like, the edgy, like, free speech thing before, right. like, before that was a cool idea. I think he missed the mark by a couple years, you know? Um, he was a little ahead of his time. And then, but it, it the, what it did was, is I think there was already people who were souring on Rogan and kind of thinking Rogan was, like, a wishy-washy kind of stupid. Like, he was backing off. That was Rogan's, like, coming to Jesus period. Yeah. Where he was being bullied by people that he respected and people they didn't respect to like stop having these insane views, and he had started backing off a lot of the conspiracies and stuff that he talked about. There was the ebb, and, the ebb and flow of Rogan. You have noticed that like he definitely put all that fringe shit down, and I think the N word clip, uh, like the N word compilation that they put out recently, was like the nail in the coffin for like you're not allowed to say this shit. Anymore. Like you're so big, you can't say shit like this. Yeah, yeah, you can't. Even if you're quoting it, like you're not, there's some ideas that you're just not allowed to talk about anymore. Sure, which I think is really dumb. Of um, course, I but think that it, was a nail in the coffin. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, and that's like because well, it's it's not even that. It's just that there can be such a vocal group, and like people who are advertisers can get so scared of like it coming back on them. Despite these companies having like millions of dollars and it like being like a flash in the pan at the end of the day. Yeah, you know, even the Bud Light thing, I don't think only did but so much damage. You know, it's like it doesn't. I heard it was actually pretty significant. It like I I I have a hard time telling for sure. Which it could be like I'm getting my news from memes. You yeah, know what I mean? like that's that's my thing. I don't I don't, I never did enough bothered enough to do enough digging to be like, is this really hurting? Well, here's you? the other thing too is that like when you read a number of like, yo, <sighs> the the Bud Light boycott did nine billion dollars worth of profit loss, but they, it's also like they make like a hundred billion a year. Anheuser Busch makes hundreds of billions. Yeah, so it's like I mean, yeah, you, like, yeah. you send a message, sure. Uh, but so when, billions when we of dollars is it, still a lot. Yeah, we see it. We're like, oh my gosh, look at this impact we had. Yeah, it's but like that's chump. But in comparison, it's yeah, it doesn't really matter. But I think I think people were so scared that like it was one of those time periods where he like all those like. Ra- more radical guests who would have like the free reign to say whatever they wanted in the past. It's for like, sure. You can't now. For sure. And I think that made a lot of Rogan fans who may have like not really known who Owen Benjamin was start siding with him. 
Because he started characterizing it as like being canceled by his so own. So people like us. He was, being can- <laughs> he was being canceled by his own friends is how he tried to posit it. So he was he like flipped on Joe and started talking shit about Joe. This is the thing we talk about. He was starting to ingratiate himself with a particular crowd of being, look, the weirdos, the freaks, the, you know, the, the people out there, the fellow canceled folk. You know, I'm one of you. Yeah, and the de- I'm one of you. That's anytime you see something like that, all that behavior is is trying to be like, I'm one of you. I'm trying to find this like identity click, this right. identity club that can be my new fan base, my support group, my rock. Because you know, if I'm gonna be in the public eye, I still need people to like me. Well, and I don't even know. It was more like they went with him, and like he, it wasn't even like a who's coming with me moment, you know. Sure. It was just like a, they saw him and were like, this is the guy we need to side with because he's saying all the things that we agree with. Like He was very adamant about the moon landing. He's um constantly like he has a he he's like I'm trying to think of a gentle way to put it, but like the darker side of conspiracy where it's like any outlandish thing can be believed unquestionably. Mm-hmm. You know, like he doesn't ask enough questions. I feel like, like I feel like on some levels, we try to at least a little due diligence sometimes and ask yeah. a few questions instead of just being like, "Jews run everything, space isn't real." You know, like we can meme about it and we can have conversations about it, but it's not like definitive statements without any real like evidence or proof to back anything up, sure. or even trying to explain your case. You're just like, "This is how it is." Period. Well, and I think you're right. I think it's very intellectually lazy. Yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. Either believe these things whole hog and like not have any pushback or to know on some level that it's bullshit but to continue pushing it because double those down, are, to there's, double two, down. there's two types and i think there's people that you know that we've even talked to yeah that you know i don't know you can you can tell that it doesn't it's starting to not come from the right place it's like sure. you know maybe at one point the message coming from them was very genuine Sure. But, you know, I, and that's the thing with with Owen, like, is he a Tom DeLong where he gets lost in his own sauce and is sure. like believes his own shit? Or is he like a, a, a grifter peddler? What do you think? I would say actually kind of interesting. I think Owen's a combo of both and I can kind of lay out a case for that. OK, um, so little little A and B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Owen started once he got like that, he had a bunch of people that started surrounding him, kind of becoming his fans, you know, and he'd like go places and get booed by people because like they knew who he was and they didn't like him. And he's like, I'm being attacked, you know, like the kind of shit. And he'd like fight back with the crowd and stuff when he'd get heckled and shit with his fucking piano and whatever else. And he's doing that song where he says the N word. I feel like it's about a. I feel like he's doing the N word stole my bike song on his piano or something from I'm not even kidding. And um. At live performances, like just trying his hardest to like cause a stir, make himself look crazier and crazier as he goes, or just like he thinks it's like he thinks he's proving something by doing it, but all it does is really make him look like retarded. Um, and then so he started forming this group of people around him, like all these kind of out, like I guess they're conspiracy outcasts and like people who need someone to affirm all the like ideas they have. And when they hear that, they flock them, and that's when the bears started. Is it kind of like how Kanye got teamed up with what's his name Fuentes? Yeah, like Fuentes. yeah, kind of. Like, it's kind of like was Fuentes like, sensed that about. Oh my Kanye god! It's almost like how like the Groypers are. It's absorbed. like the Groypers in Fuentes. Okay. It's, it's, Owen and the Bears was like Groypers in Fuentes. Got it. Like very much the same kind of vibe. Uh, very much Owen's like kind of a cult leaderish kind of figure. Um, the Bears were definitely felt like a cult, and they all would give themselves new names and things like, uh, you know. The truth, the truth bear, and fucking like, uh, 
smoking weed bear. Like they would all give, they'd come up with names that allied themselves with the bear idea. Hell yeah. And Owen would preach to his bears and these people would donate to him. And like, I mean, these people are sending checks. He's getting tons of fucking money because he had been deplatformed off everything. So I can't get donos here. I can't get this and that here, you know? And like, so creating this kind of situation where it's like always seems desperate and he needs help. And so these people would like are giving up their money and he's like saying asinine shit and like getting drunk on his patio every night, like yelling at his kids and wife. There's a fucking clip of him like strangling his fucking dog. What? At one point. Hell no. Yeah, his dog, his poor dog. I would say that's the one thing. He would throw beer cans at his fucking dog when it make noise. That's the one thing in Far Cry 5 that will like send me over the edge is when I see a dead dog. I'm like. No, we're going to go kill them. <laughs> like, we're going to go get those motherfuckers. When I see what they did to Something poor to finish Fifi, these guys. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, there was at one point he advocated for, like, drinking turpentine on stream one time. Why? I don't even remember what it was in reference It's probably to. some weird breatharian, like, some dumb shit. It, like, it, they always latch on to some weird, like, you, the guy who turned blue on Oprah from, from drinking silver. the colloidal silver. Yeah. People always, like latch on to crazy shit to be like no actually this is a miracle thing it's actually fine and they're like you're fucking blue dude yeah, <laughs> he's like i feel great though look at me <laughs> virile i'm a smurf my penis dick. is falling off but i feel awesome uh, you think you hand me that other white claw in there if you don't mm, white claw? Yeah, you hand me that other... it's a watermelon because it's such a white people thing did you put this here i did I was wondering if I had that or oh. if that was yours. You're double fisting today. Yeah, I'm having a little sip. Having a little sip. Um, but Owen, you know, he became really good at grifting his audience. Um, and there's a great documentary that details it. Yeah. That I feel like it's on por- It's uh, this YouTube channel called Porcelain. P-O-R-S-A-L-I-N. He does like a lot of lol cal kind of documentaries. Nice. Um, not as many as he used to, but he did some good ones. He did one on Rogan. He did one on uh, Mersh from Revenge of the Sith, who was also tied into this Owen yeah. Benjamin story. Real quick, uh, quick plug. I believe oh, yeah. the guy I watched was Too Lazy to Try. That guy's good, too. Do you, okay, that so guy's I good watched too. his little breakdown on Owen, so that's why I have this. He does a good one, yeah. I have some cursory You have a little bit of lore, but... yeah. And, um, <clears throat> and around that time that this stuff started happening... And Owen was getting traction. Revenge of the Sis, I feel like being the haters that they are, um, went after him. You know, they like I think Mersh started a fight with him on Twitter, which Mersh is his own kind of grifting lol cow person. Yeah. Guy with like a fucking I used to like and, and I only say this from a place of like I used to like Mersh. I used to watch Revenge of the Sis in twenty sixteen to like twenty eighteen and nineteen. And I thought it was a good show and it was a good show for a long time. Um and then like they just it's it just became they they just made themselves into laughing stocks by like picking fights with people for no reason and yeah. doing all kinds of stupid shit. Um that just makes you unpopular on the internet, you know? Um and so they went after Owen and like got in huge fight with Owen. There was like all these back and forth battles and Owen I think tried to copyright strike one of their videos, which is a that's also a classic law cal tactic is copyright striking somebody when they use your shit as fair use. It, it's like if we played a clip of somebody on the show even though we pause, if like Tom DeLong copyright striked us for our last episode. Right. Despite us talking over it, pausing it, change, you know, it was Obviously providing, you know, commentary. We're under fair kind of use. Thing. It's under fair use. Period. Um, 
And so he did some copyright strikes and shit, despite like not even being on YouTube. He was trying to take him out and stuff. Yeah. And so they naturally started like a fight feud with him, and it was went on for a long time. And they came out looking better out of it. But and Owen, they were going after Owen because he was like grifting his fans to like start this like timeshare type place called Bertaria, like Tartaria. No, he's shit. on that shit too. I think. Of course. Yeah, he's on that shit. He's he's into all that kind of like the fringier stuff on the conspiracy stuff. You know, dude. The Tartaria thing. I think the Tartaria thing is one of the most insidious like new age grifts happening right now. Yeah, yeah. Because it's it's the new age's version of like the grand conspiracy of everything. Sure. Like they're putting free energy. Mm-hmm. You know, ancient cataclysm. Yeah, it really ca- it climate change isn't it real. In. It pops yeah. it all in together really well. Yeah. So that's become the new uh, theory of everything is Tartaria. I think for these new age geeks. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so. He was big on that shit, and then there was like a lot of infighting with the bears, and then some of the bears left and like became their audience and started revealing some of the behind the de- scenes details of like how things went with Owen and how he was, and it turns out he was just like a shitty, awful person, um, really shitty to his family, despite having like a really nice, loving family, and like he was basically just subsisting his lifestyle off of his fans, promising this thing that was never gonna fucking Bertaria never happened. Wow, and he was taking checks for it all the fucking time of course and these people would send money and be like this is for bertaria like you know because they all wanted to like have this timeshare where they could come hang out with owen he had like a little cult of personality developed around himself ah uh, but uh now he's just so like, he was trying to turn it into like a physical space yeah what it felt like it felt like it was leaning towards cult you know it was getting there um and uh, but because so he was said, always right, because you challenge people in the comments would like challenge him and be like, "Well, Owen, what about this?" He's like, "That's bullshit. That's Jewish lies." Like you know, anytime somebody like contradicted, and his he's thoughts, very aggressive in his everything he does. Is the aggressive. one thing I've noticed, like I've seen a couple clips of him like spurring because he's a big retarded bully. Okay, right. That's yeah, what he is. He's a big retarded bully. So he would spurg on like the moon landing and be like, "Oh, the Earth is at sixty six point six degrees." Like you fucking retard. Like could you yeah. believe it? Whatever the fuck. And he's just like spouting off all this shit that like, he, "Oh, he you're would, too retarded. You should know this." He'd barrage Why don't you, you know this. Yeah, he'd yeah. information barrage you and pretend like he's smart. Information than you. barrage, yeah. exactly right. And then just puts himself on the pedestal every of, time. Oh, I'm just smarter than you. You're an idiot. Why don't you know all the dumb, useless facts I know that half of which probably aren't even true? It's not even that they know them. It's like they don't they don't even like a lot of the shit he spouts off isn't even like relevant. He just starts going off on shit. You know, he like that's the, the whole point of information barrage. It's is, a gaslighting. It's tactic. to make and it's to make your opponent seem like they're stupid so that like they can't it's get actual a, gaslighting. Yeah, yeah. And you can't get a word in edgewise because they're just rattling shit off and you can't even address one point. Yeah, because they just threw like eight at you. And then he's like, oh, you don't know any of that stuff? Looks like I win. <laughs> you know? And it's like... It's yeah, the, like anime villain. Like, ha! It's nice try. It's like Better a ja- it's like a, He's like a jackhammer to win an argument. You just... You know, you just sit there and fucking fire as much as you can at people. And, um... There's so, no nuance. There's no constructive... No nothing. Al- yeah. Yeah, like, no nothing. No substance. And so, he'd do that kind of shit on a regular basis. But uh, the reason the, the reason any of this is relevant is because he's on Twitter talking about how nukes aren't real now. Oh, I love this conspiracy. The nukes not the being nukes real. The nukes aren't thing. real. Yeah, like we never even did that shit. Manhattan Project, that wasn't even a thing. We never well, even... He's like talking about how like... he He's acting like he has some kind of knowledge of like nuclear physics and was like talking about thermodynamics and shit. And I'm like, you don't know what the fuck you were talking about. You were a retard who like herds goats. So I think 
from my understanding, and I could be I could be very wrong and missing the mark on this, but again, if they're bringing that stuff into it, it's probably the idea that like you can't have like a nuclear reaction if like atoms aren't real. And so it's that whole idea of like we live in a projection, we live in a hologram, we live in like a non-real place. So like you can't have like an atomic reaction, maybe? Is that kind of the thing? Let me peek at some of these tweets he was putting out. Because I'd love to I'd love to hear the argument on this because this whole he shared nukes the- not being real, I've heard it's basically a whole conspiracy of like it's fake. Uh, it's like fear porn to like the idea of mutually assured destruction is like not real because like nukes aren't real. So like all this like self-censorship and self-government is for nothing because we live in like a par- we live in a completely different paradigm than we mm-hmm. think we do. Right. And he so he started off by tweeting that one video of like all the shit blowing up and pointing out that the cameras old timey cameras wouldn't have stood up to a nuclear blast. I could see that. Sure, but and so then they like, also put them in like lead cases. They yeah, and they said they were like five miles away with a telescopic lens or something. Where most of them were even that. But there's that's, one that's in yeah. a house. Mm-hmm. There's one that's inside the house when it blows up. Right. So I don't know. Uh, just pointing out points that are seen here, but like he um, let's see. Yeah, he claims. Yeah, like he's showing the house imagery. He's like the bu- he's like the community notes on this claims this image was taken five miles away in a bunker in nineteen forties. So yeah, the one in the house doesn't really make sense. Sure, we'll give you that much. But like, it's not like out of the ordinary to think that they had a camera that could zoom back then. Well, also, so is his argument. I know a lot of people say this too. Um, when it comes to us not landing on the moon. A lot of people will say they don't believe the footage that we were shown was the real footage back in 1969 and all that stuff. They'll say that all that moon landing footage isn't the real, you know, thing. Mm -hmm. Um, That's not to say it didn't actually happen. So is his is that kind of similar or is his whole thing? It's kind of the same thing he's poking at, I guess. But it's like we can't tell from these old we can't tell from these old videos yeah. like if it's real or not. So are we living under a false guise of mutually assured destruction? Is that kind of his whole crux, I guess? Crux it, of his well, argument. And, that, and he claims like nuclear radiation wasn't isn't real. He claims nuclear radiation isn't real. Oh, yeah, because people because, live in Chernobyl. Well, and people live in Hiroshima and Nagasaki. But <clears throat> people like, live there. Dude, they do, But they donate. They detonated them like 600 meters up. Yeah, but I think the idea that like what we what we fundamentally understand about nuclear radiation is that like if you irradiate an area that like, you know, you get Simpsons three eyed fish. You know what I mean? Sure. But it, it, I know it's it's all dependent upon the half life of whatever the isotope is, isn't it? Well, they use is the uranium, idea. so I mean, you yeah, know so it's... Whatever the half-life of uranium is, however long it takes for that to dissipate is how long it's going to take for it to dissipate. Right, but here's the argument. It doesn't matter how long it takes to dissipate because the radiation isn't harmful. I don't know. <laughs> that's the argument. See, I just no, don't know if that's the case. Because look, so you I'm not going to go stand next to some uranium to find out. Well, here's, people live in Chernobyl. Yeah. Well, this is what he's getting on about. This is what he's getting on about is that you have Chernobyl. You have a meltdown area. So what are... And people, people live there just fine. 
People are radiated, but they like live normally. Well, there is, there's a, there animals, is a level of radiation that is not incredibly harmful to the human body. There's deer and wildlife. They eat the fruit. They sure. grow crops there. It's like I've seen a whole thing. Like there's okay. people that live in Chernobyl, like mountain people. But I'm sure there's, still, there's still like an exclusion zone that you can't go into. Okay, but that doesn't mean that just because there's an exclusion zone that I the mean, radiation, that radiation is bad there. for you. There's ra- you're n- this is the conspiracy. Well, go walk into the radiation then. People do. Have you not seen? There's. Like, I haven't seen it with my own two there's eyes. There's urban explorers I'm not deny on YouTube. It, but, well, urban I d- explorers I you on get... YouTube that go there. They bring Geiger counters. The <laughs> shit goes off the radar and they come back and they're fine. Mm, interesting. I haven't seen these videos. That's the only I have. I, that's the only reason I so have. So you're clowning Owen Benjamin and I'll he might be on to something. He might be on to something I don't want to give Owen too much credit for Well, anything. I've heard. Okay, I'll try to send you some shit. I'll see if I can find some shit on like the people that live in Chernobyl and the people that live in these supposedly radiated, they could be irradiated, right? Like you take a Geiger counter there and it like clicks and goes ape shit. But that's not to say that like you can't live there. That's not to say you can't be normal and healthy. They grow crops there. They eat wildlife there. Like they, these are like babushka ladies, like nomadic Russians that live in the Chernobyl area still. And they're totally fine. Interesting. I didn't, I didn't know there was people yeah. living that close to it. Yeah. So maybe I learned something today. Um, I'll try to find it. I'll try to well, post it. Well, because I know there was a, some guys recently who went to the Fukushima place, and they they like they got in a bunch of trouble for it. But they went in, not in the, not the actual place, but like the current exclusion zone in sure. Fukushima, where it's there's there is radiation still present. So so the idea is that you can detect radiation with a Geiger counter, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's always inherently disruptive to humans. Like yeah. if you got shot with like a laser beam of of like irradiated. Yeah, if somebody shit, had like a thing that had it in it and then lifted like a whatever it, it was it just like hit you with it yeah, yeah your hair probably gonna fall out and all that but, kind of stuff i mean this stuff that happened a couple years ago I mean, even like chest x-rays yo they blasted. locked okay chernobyl's locked away they have like that giant concrete dome they thing. buried yeah they buried the they elephant's buried foot it, yeah. the elephant's foot and they say it's like what 50 100 years you can't go there or some shit like yeah that. it's a pretty good amount of time I'm dude just, that's not to say that that's just like a cover your ass number. Yeah, maybe. Or it's just like, like you can be around be it. Like that's the conspiracy is Does what I'm saying that is I that go- some people are saying that like irradiation and all that shit just isn't that bad for you. It's not as bad as they're making it out to be. Sure. And, and again, that's the idea of mutually assured destruction and like, oh, we can't piss off Israel because they have nukes. Can't piss off America because they have nukes. Can't piss off Russia because they have nukes. It's like mm-hmm. all this. It might just be all posturing and fake bullshit mm-hmm. and everyone working together. What do we talk about? The biggest conspiracy of all is that we already live under globalism. Right. And we, yeah, we're already not. living under globalism. No, it's like my quote lately has been like, we live in a captured system. Like it, it, the world is a captured system and you just live here. That's been my yeah. phrasing of it lately, you know, for sure. Um, that's kind of what I throw at people when they get like really twisted off and mad about stuff to where they start like boomer posting and shit. I'm like, yo, you just got to remember it's a captured system. and You just live here like you got to like take it a little easier than that. Well, and once you almost remove yourself from it and you have to like look at yourself as like a third party. Like, this might be the weed psychosis, but, like, you have to look at yourself as, like, if you were a character in a movie, if you watched yourself make, like, a little sincere post about the current thing or whatever you're doing or whatever it is, it's, like, if you were watching that movie, would you support that character or would you think they were insanely cringe 
and like, oh my God, I hope they die in the first act. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, you know, that's the, you kind of got to, that's what looking the, in the, the mirror hardest is. Bit is. That's is what being, looking in the mirror is. The hardest is. bit sometimes is being so cynical that any bit of sincerity comes off as cringe. You know, that's the, like, that's the really annoying thing you're all, I'm always battling. Yeah, know? no, I could see that. It's hard to, it's like, I have to like fight it. Cause like part of you wants to be like, mm, he's kind of right, but also that's fucking gay. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> like, no, I, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. It's, um, it's hard to cut yourself some slack sometimes when yeah, it comes to that. And, uh, but the, the other, the other reason I think even the nuclear conversation came up was because you, you've been hearing about this false flag that they've been harping and chirping about. Zelensky. So you remember last Which year in October? Flag? You remember last year in October when Zelensky was saying that like the Russians were going to blow up the nuclear power plant, and they've been saying it like every couple months since then. Uh huh. The Zaporizhia. Okay. Nuclear power plant. Sure. The Russians. It's in. I think it's near Crimea. I want to say or Donetsk, somewhere around there. Um, don't know exactly. Don't shoot me over it. But um, uh, it was a nuclear power plant that I think supplies power to one of the captured air. One of the areas that Russia has taken. And uh, re-added into Russia. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a nuclear power plant. That they, there was like a video of it when the invasion first happened. There was that crazy like night footage of them like firing tracers into the nuclear plant because they were taking it from the Ukrainians. Okay. Um, and they've occupied it since then. And the Ukrainians have been real butt mad about it, of course, naturally. Country got invaded, whatever. Um, sorry, whatever. But uh, so... Zelensky every few months like reignites this idea of like the Russians are going to blow up the power plant and cause a dirty bomb explosion. Well, he like, has to get that money. He, he does it every couple bag. months, and yeah. he's been saying it for months. And now there's like a 4chan thread that popped up the other day that someone shared. Our favorite. Yeah, it, it was a. Hang on, let me let me see if I can find it. It's kind of crazy. It's. I mean, it's it's definitely like a fake ass happening thread. Even because the guy even has to go look, guys. I know this isn't a happening thread, and it's like that's exactly what you say when it is one. <laughs> Uh, let me find my save shit. How do you get your fucking save shit? There it is. Where'd it go? Oh, I don't have it anymore. I saved it and I don't see it now. That's a bummer. But, um, it was a 4chan post that was talking about, like, I'm a contractor and they gave us $15,000 to buy supplies. There's going to be some kind of false flag attack at the Zaporizhia nuclear plant July 4th or the 5th. Um, and let me see if I can, I, I want to find it. Sorry. I don't mean to derail things. Let me ask you this. Did one happen? Well, it's still the fifth. Okay. It's still the fifth. So jury's still out. Jury's still out. You're giving it what? Like six more hours? A couple more, couple more hours, I think, you know, is it still the fifth there? I don't know. Um, but like someone on Twitter was like, the Russians will blow up. The, the Russian bastards will blow up the nuclear plant tonight. Like anonymous Twitter post, um, and there was a lot of talk about. It, and Zelensky even made source, his own. Source, trust me, bro. Source, trust me. Yeah, I like to like to use that against them because I get that used against me plenty. So, um, but Zelensky even was like, the Russian terrorist state is going to blow up the nuclear plant. They put mines on the roof of the buildings. They said that their drones saw there was mines, and then the Russians were like, "Yeah, the Ukrainians are going to use like drones and missiles or something to do something to the nuclear power plant and blame it on us." Uh, so you don't know who to believe. You know, and uh, but the IAEA, who is always there, like checking on things, uh-huh. International like Atomic Energy, whatever right. it is, was like, there's no mines on the roof. We don't know what the fuck they're talking about or why they're saying this. Yo, uh, I remember seeing this was probably I'm a little late to the party, like a couple weeks ago, a month, 
month or so ago, but yeah. that drone that flew into quote unquote the Kremlin, that drone that flew yeah, into the Kremlin, yeah, you remember like that? Hit the roof or whatever it was. Dude, there's so much shit that like when I see stuff, I feel like it's two sides not really even at war with each other, just kind of flying their own drones into themselves, just, just being like, give me more money. Fucking around. They're yeah. like, ah, the Ukrainians hit me. And it's like, dude, come on. Yeah. Bro, that was no. like an M80 on a fucking Target drone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it was an M80 on a Parrot drone. On a Walmart drone, yeah. dude. Yeah, I mean, no, it's definitely like, I mean, I think both sides... uh ham it up when a, the other one does like something egregious how have you seen all like the uh parliaments and people like speaking of hamming it up when Zelensky like comes into like i've seen all these videos from like different parliaments and congressional bodies and people like they'll just walk out like they're like oh Zelensky's here to speak he'll come out and everybody just puts their like be back in 15 minutes yeah, and everybody just gets of, up and leaves because a lot of motherfuckers like they just see right through that shit everybody sees what's going on and like with the weird posturing and stuff that's being used over there and how like they're very much like a lot of people assume that like pretty much the narrative on the like nuclear thing is like they're trying to do a false flag to trigger nato article 5 yeah uh in a few months ago there was like an emergency Article 5 declaration introduced. I don't know if that's exactly what it's called, but it was like written up and drawn up in the event of like an attack on that nuclear plant. So it all seems like there's very preemptive things going on, all anticipating this thing happening when it literally makes no sense for Russia to attack a plant that it already controls like completely. Like why would they why would they blow up that that supplies power to their territory? Yeah. That they took. Yeah. Why the fuck would they do that? Did like it doesn't even make sense on like the smallest level. Uh but yet like this is the narrative we're getting like continually humped and thrown in our faces for the past couple days. It's just that that's all it's that's all the noise has been. Dude, that's why I try to just like climb mountains with my dogs and fucking chill. Roast ribs yeah, on the 4th I had of July. To, like, I had to bring you into the geopolitical room of horrors. For no, it, it's okay. It's it's fine. It's just one of those things to where like, I see that like obviously war is still happening. Yay. It's like I just see this as like the next forever war, Like, which is yeah, weird yeah, because, yeah. because I don't know how... How are they going to do a forever war with Russia? Like, that's kind of the thing. Like, Afghanistan, Vietnam, like, all these little places, these little guys you can pick on and kind of control and just, like, you're big brothering them. You got them under the shoulder. You're giving them a noogie. Yeah. You know, you're just kind of fucking with them. You're over there. But, like, Russia is kind of like poking the bear. Like, if if we're actually treating the world as sovereigns. And that's that's where I always go back. Like, lately I've been getting back to my schizo roots of like, no, it probably is all a TV show. It probably is all being laid out for me, manufactured for me in some way or another. Like it's hard for me to believe that the world is like sovereign in some way. 
Like I, I don't know. Or it's they just like the more you like see. that everything happens in a vacuum and it's its own thing or something. Yeah, I just feel like the it's more like it's you all like see. like it's all like happening for a reason versus like yeah, just like these are just the natural occurrence of events. And I might be it. I don't even want to say it's like schizo because like it's not even that it's like schizo. It's like almost like a divine right kind of thing. Is like. These things are happening because they're supposed to happen. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's like, like fulfilling, it's like fulfilling something. That's how I see a lot right now is that like these things, I, I'm almost taking like well, a deterministic view of the world. You know, like the, well, the entire yeah. world as an ecosystem well, is you, deterministic. Because well, you get to the point where like it, the move, like the moves that happen can't be explained, you know? Unless they were just, they had to happen this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like right. they can't be explained otherwise. Like the, the the whole the nature of the conflict over there of like us getting involved in it, like really can't quite be explained, uh, because it like shouldn't, couldn't, wouldn't have happened if like the meddling that took place in 2014, like if we hadn't got involved. Yeah. And meddled in it, like we. Oh, you mean in like literally setting up a coup? Yeah, like this wouldn't have happened. Like, that, this would not have happened. Because Russia was relatively friendly with the leader who was there at the time. I feel like that's our, like, go-to. That's our go-to is just, like, stage a coup, put our own guy in. Yeah, it's the it's the fucking DOD playbook. And, the, and because he's our own guy, now we get to launder all this money, this dirty money that, like, popped up during the pandemic, that now, post-pandemic, we get to send all this money to Ukraine to wash it out. You know what I mean? And get it back. No. It's insane. It's crazy. I did see interesting thing that popped up today. Another interesting tidbit. Um, aside from uh, all the nuclear business, um, that the, a federal court ruled that the, uh, the government cannot collude with social media agencies now to restrict information. And they laid out several instances where they determined that the government directly colluded to hide really? information about things. So you're talking Twittergate shit, Twitter mm-hmm. files. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the the federal judge actually ruled that the government is not allowed to approach social media sites and request certain content moderation. This is also on the which heels, is a big fucking deal. This is also on the heels of them striking down affirmative action. That's kind of crazy too. Um, which I guess you know, like my my approach with that is like. I know what there's. I understand the point of it and why they're doing it. They're doing it because it's the only time they can get a six three split. Yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're doing there's it. There's a lot they're of things that are happening cram- because of that. Roe yeah. v. Wade. A lot this. of things. They also that, shot yeah. down uh, Joe Biden's uh, student, uh, student loan, loan debt forgiveness. forgiveness. And- yeah, which actually, I'm not going to lie, as a recipient of that, a potential recipient of that, yeah. I'm a little butthurt. By a little butthurt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's one of those things. Like, I pay so I pay I into don't so many th- things though. I should reap a little bit. Of I don't benefit. think student loan. Yeah, but again, like student loans are something that affects a lot of people. It doesn't just affect like blue voters. And it was very predatory. If we were to call the 2008 housing crisis like you know predatory oh, that was that let's was, talk about student loans that stuff was going on at the same time our parents told us you had to do this thank god what I, were we what were we gonna do not do it because our mom told us to go hindsight into debt. is 2020 but like god, our mom told us to go into debt we were of course we were gonna do it. hindsight is 2020 but god damn i got I they tricked out. our boomer I parents that's what they did they they tricked our they parents didn't trick into our parents us. our parents were able to do it at a different time when no. it wasn't so fucking predatory 
worry. Well, that's how they tricked them is that they yeah. said, hey, it's just as easy for your kid. Just get these everybody FAFSA gets license. A, everybody just, gets a degree. Just come on. Just get it. Everybody a, has a degree. And next everybody thing you went know, to college. boom, you're in crippling debt and yeah. your boomer parents have fucking beach houses. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Dude, rough. <laughs> rough. Yeah, man. I, I, got, I dodged a bullet with that one. Fuck. Because uh, I think if I gotten a degree in either of the things I wanted to do, there's a good chance I would have killed myself at, before this point uh, because of it all, you know? I still, to this day, I, I maybe it's a cope, but I tell myself I don't regret it. It made me a damn good drummer. I know because going I, to art school is fun. People get, joke on art school, but it is kind, a, no. I think it there is, is a thing. It there is, is intrinsic value that can be exhumed from a traditional college or like art college experience. Well, and I also went for education, so half my classes were like education based. Sure, you, child you were smart enough to at least like get something that was usable along with the music stuff. Actually, not only that, I would say my smartest move was that during the summers and the times I I wasn't working with music and whatever, I was doing construction and contracting and I learned all this stuff when I was that's in just, college. That's just hard work, baby. I learned when I when it was summer break, when it was all this time I had to myself, I was able to go and work with this guy and I learned all these skills. I worked with a class A contractor and I basically learned how to like you know, from foundation to roof, I can yeah, build you a house. Do stuff. Yeah, yeah. You you still were smart enough to learn tactile things. You're all the time. Not everybody's so, that smart, right? And so for me, like I, I'm open about it. I mean, I felt like I went through a big identity crisis when like I stopped teaching and I stopped doing music as a career. Yeah, but like, I was fortunate that's what you were doing. Yeah. It's what I was doing, but I was fortunate and smart enough that like I had something to fall back on that was also making me money if not more money i always had a wild inferiority complex because i couldn't uh get into schools i couldn't get into any of the schools i wanted for the thing i wanted schools are gay it's rockefeller education and i had to go to community college to try and grind my way up and then i couldn't do that because i liked partying too much um and not going to class even in community college so probably traditional college probably would have been great for me i don't know though i can't say unless i was there yeah but like you know i just i always felt a wild inferiority complex i I think it was like i resented going community college just because i was like all my friends got into their schools and shit and then i kind of like separated from them and stayed in the hometown well and and here's the thing is that the only reason you feel that and i tell people all the time so there's this like old boomer dude who's like literally in his 70s uh, who works for me. He's a contractor. I call him to do tile work and stuff. Um, and, you know, we'll sit. I give him the time of day. We'll sit and bullshit and talk about whatever. I think he's a good guy. He's always talking about... Um, I'm sorry. I was listening to the cat right. going he's, ape shit upstairs. He's, he's he, coming down. Oh, wow. He's been released. Somebody let the fucking demon cat Hello, down. Hello, sir. Hi. Somebody let the cat down. Come say hi. What Come were we just hi. talking about? Contractor. I know. Old guy we, contractor. We were talking about something call. before that. Um, inferiority complexes. Fucking cat coming down here. But, uh, no, I'm trying to think. God, John Dingus. His name is John Dingus. He's always, his last name's Dingus? His last name is Dingus. For real? His name is John Dingus. What? Yeah, when I first talked, they said, oh, that's Dingus not a real guy. Here. No, they said Dingus is here. I was like, don't talk to him like that. And he's he rude. In, he said, no, his name is John Dingus. That's awesome. Man, imagine yeah. being born with that. No, he rules. But he's a boomer and he's always going on about, uh, you know, like, oh, you know, 
these people in their participation trophies. That's what I was going to talk about, is that this old guy, he's always talking about it. He's like, oh, these people in their participation trophies, and they're fucking this and that, and whatever. I'm like, John, you have to understand, like, it's not young people that fucked up. Like, and that that's, this is, again, it comes back yeah, to how... Yeah, it's the old folks who failed to prepare us. Right, and this is how I talk about people being... Uh, victims is that you know like we as young people were victims of like our parents and older people telling us you had to have a degree to be worth something. here's the way to do it kids here's a way to do it you have to go into like you know 30 to sixty thousand dollars of crippling debt never be able to own a home you know we're gonna crash the financial market in 2008 while you're in high school like dude I, 2008 happened mm-hmm. what the fuck dude that was like and it's like we're getting set up to go into our like adult lives, and it's like the entire financial system. Yeah, just, that was like it was first, our that was great my depression first year out of school, and I don't think it's I insane. could get a job. I don't even think I could find a job. Yeah, so I mean, I told this guy Dingus, I'm like, yo, Dingus, you got to understand that like we as young people are victims. Like a lot of people are victims, and they're told a certain thing. They're told you need x y and z and you need to jump through all these hoops and so the thing with student debt you know i'm typically not for the idea of just forgiving people for their poor financial decisions but you know it's the same thing in 2008 how they forgave the banks i wish they would have forgave the people and john stewart talks about this a lot john stewart um the daily show guy he was big he was a big advocate of like forgive these homeowners yeah and the people who bought all the subprime scams and so shit. the you know what they told him they said there's a moral impetus there's a moral impetus on the people who took these loans out that they said they'd pay them back they need to pay them back no they is- said but wait a minute so there's no moral impetus for the people handing out the loans like that the said they could provide the money that they couldn't provide that, that knew that that knew that they were giving bad loans to people there's a reason they're called fucking subprime so basically <laughs> like, the the man are you fucking kidding me the man quote unquote the man the people yeah. they will always you know they will target the little guy they're gonna target the person taking the loan out they're never gonna you know rectify the situation with the person who's giving the loan out and you remember remember how they tried to um remember how they tried to score it all at the end though um with that that big short movie Oh, the big short. Remember how right. they tried to score that at the end and be like, racism is the problem. Like, that was the last line of the movie. Yeah. Do you remember that? And I remember <laughs> I, seeing that movie and thinking the whole time, like, holy shit, this is pretty incredible. They're telling the story this way. He's like, I'm just afraid they're going to blame it on immigrants at the end. And I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? What are you talking about? That was crazy. That was like, that felt like one of those early, like, like, lib bullshittery gaslighting kind of things that happened yeah and i was just like you gotta be fun like this movie was almost a good movie and then you had to do that right at the end like there's so many movies that are almost good movies like it just it we could have just said hey let's blame the banks for this let's blame the bad guy but you had to throw that like little backhanded thing to be like you're all dumb racists Right. You know, at the end, they had to like throw that little backhand and be like, they're all dumb racists. Well, isn't that what like racism is meant to be? That's what racism is meant to be. It's meant to divide us, the common folk, so that we never unite against the big guy. I mean, that's literally the point of it. 
Yeah, it's really funny because, you know, I talk about this a lot, and it's funny because you can always find, like, class warfare sentiments, even if you go far enough down the chain on either side, you can always find some class warfare sentiment. Always. Unless it's, like, the most intellectually dishonest, retarded people, you know, who just, like, hate people because they're different than them on either side. Mm Mm-hmm. But usually you can always find some kind of anti-class sentiment. And that has always been a big talking point for me. And I think there's a lot of rightoids who think that shit's gay. And like we should have sympathy for rich people in some way or some kind of bullshit. I don't fucking Never. Never. Sorry. You're not going to find that at this show. Don't care. Uh, hate us if Especially you want. Especially rich people who say money doesn't buy happiness. Suck my cock. Well, for them it doesn't because they're fucking maniac losers. And siphoning adrenochrome. It's like, I, I think about this kids. a lot. Okay, yes. okay. So, so Elon Musk, great example of a rich person caring what people think about them. If I was rich as fuck, I wouldn't give a fuck what anyone thought about me. Never. Ever. Never. There's no reason to. But he's such a twat that he wants people to like him. So he buys Twitter, turns it in the free speech zone, right? Then a couple days ago, he introduced limits that made everybody mad because... It would allow you, if you were an unverified account, you could only view 600 tweets a day. Really? And then it would hit a limit. Um, and if you didn't have an account, you couldn't even view tweet. You couldn't even look at Twitter links if you didn't have an account. Which Twitter is like a huge kind of drop in and out news source for people. Yeah, that's dumb. Like lurking. I barely post on there. It's like all lurking. If I, if I post, it's me like calling like Harry Sisson or Chris Mowry, the two DNC show kids, like... You're gay. Like, that's the well, most I you do know, on there. You do realize why he's driving all the uh, the traffic to accounts. Is because the more accounts you have, the They're more paying. data you get. Well, and it's Twitter. No, and people, people No, here's the thing. with your People do this with Musk. Is they get caught up on the however much the blue check mark is. Mm. However much whatever. Never, ever, ever forget. That Twitter is the biggest data mining platform ever. Sure. And he can sell every fucking tweet. He can sell all of that. Every fucking, every, all the aggregate data, all the looking at. You I'm can still put not... people into groups. You can. He's making way more money off the data from Twitter than your little $5 blue check mark ever will. I'm still not convinced that years from now we won't find out that Jack was given the source code of Twitter from like DARPA. I wholeheartedly. I like, mean, I'll, you look at LifeLog. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, no. I mean, you look at LifeLog and Facebook. Why and would this be? Any people different? tried. So, twi- so Instagram, Meta, Meta, Facebook introduced their own version of it called Threads. Yeah. And then someone clicked on it. They were like, look at how much data it harvests, and they were showing all the shit. And the first point, I like. There's people like, you think Twitter doesn't fucking have all that? You think Twitter doesn't monitor all of that shit? The guy who wants to put a fucking brain chip in you? Dude, they want every piece of... Just bought the biggest data that's mining really, that's operation like, That's ever. really like a rights operation. We need to like... I think it would be a funny grassroots political operation to start. Is like advocating for like responsible data management. Like like we should yeah. have auto- autonomy over our own data that we provide. I like we should be paid agree. for it. Like we should be paid for it. If you're going to harvest data on me, I should be getting fucking paid for it. I think there should be a cut. There should be something. There should be a cut. I should be getting something out of that because we're providing a resource for free. Yes. And we are clearly, humans clearly are the biggest resource, as corny as that sounds. Like, 
we clearly are like well why do you think they take out imf loans with us as collateral yeah it's because we're the biggest resource we're the biggest fucking resource on the planet maybe dale they need us they need us to do labor period like without us until they figure out autonomy and ai properly they still need us for things well, that's why Dale Gribble in the fucking gold fringe flag, man, they're on to something. They're on to something. <laughs> I Dude, agree. I swear, I concur. man. I concur. 